Yeah. <laughs> and I finally got him and then I, I was like, I hope that happened that I miss him. So <laughs> how are you doing tonight, brother? No, I'm just good. You know, I just finished meal prepping for the week, so. Word, word, word. And, and, and just to start off with, first of all, how many years you been in the game, man? Because um, I started, I think it was 2013 or maybe 2012. Yeah, and been thumping ever since. And um, like many of us, you know, you're a producer, photographer, cameraman. Um, which one you do more of, the camera work or 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 being in front of the camera? Um, I do more work being behind the camera. I prefer to be behind the camera. It just uh, I think it's a lot. Mm -hmm. I won't say it's different. It just it's it's a lot easier. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh, People think they could be they could be in front of the camera, but it's it's a lot different when the lights are on and the camera's there. And if you have you actually have a full production staff in there and people are waiting on you, it's it's a lot different. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, even with me, I was reluctant to get in front of the camera. Um, the thing I wanted to be was like you behind the camera. Photography guy was I was I learned photography. Uh, uh, from a guy that mentored me in photography and and being a cameraman, what have you. And then, of course, I just y'all know the story. Smokers, I got thrust into it so, <laughs> and everything. But but the one thing is, um, I tell any male talent, you should take time to be behind the camera because it kind of gives you an idea of what to do in front of the camera. Speak to that. Well, yeah. So so sometimes this is because I'm old. Um, a lot of young cats be like, or young people be like, um, I, I want the sex to be real. And I'm like, once the lights come on, the camera goes on, and someone's holding the camera, for lack of a better word, the sex isn't real. <laughs> right? So if I'm trying to show two people having sex, and, and all I see is this, you know, you don't see the penetration, you don't see anything, how people actually have sex, mm -hmm. I try to tell people, you have to at least show the entry at least as a male talent, got at least move your arm out the way so the camera can see the penetration and then move back. You know, we have to see it every now and then, you know, not just smash, go, 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 go. And all you see is ass and cheeks. And I'm like, that's, I'm sorry, I, I don't want to masturbate to ass and cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I mean, because from the school we come from, because like I said, you, you like you said, you came around 2012. I, you came two years after after I started, and you wanted to see the dick and the pussy action, right? You know? Um, it was very important to catch that, you know. Period. Because even to the point that I remember when people used to laugh over Ryan, but for 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 the old school heads, know what I'm talking about the fatness that he used to do all his shit with the tripod. And it it, it 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 funny funny how that's what they're doing now, and I still to this day hate using the tripod. I have used it before, but I hate it. <laughs> so this is this is how I get away with it. Like when I have to use a tripod, like when when I'm in front of the camera and I have to use a tripod, I usually have two cameras, so I have two camera angles. So that way, you know, I can show the girl's face mm -hmm. and the side penetration. So that way, you know, I know it's there. But oh yeah, it sucks about that when I have a camera first when I am in front of the camera. They'll see my eyes do this, 
yeah. look at the cameras because I have, you know, the uh, the monitors all there to make sure yeah. that I'm catching everything. So that so for me, I don't like self shooting in that way because, yeah. especially being a camera person, I'm always conscious of am I in the shot? Is my head getting cut off? Is her head getting cut off? And at the same time, is my dick staying hard? Even though I have all these different thoughts going through the scene, you know, when it's when it's on the tripod, you know. It, so to me, when people have tripods, especially for guys, I can't see because I'm not a girl. Most guys are doing it because they want to get their dick wet, and they just put the tripod up and go, and that's fine too. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to make this a business, I said after a while, that's that gets old. <laughs> yeah, because because the fans don't want to see how much of that dick she really taking. Right. <laughs> how much dick you're giving, you Because yeah. trust me, I used to, I hated doing POVs. I did them because it was part of the, the game. Yeah. But I hated it because, see, and y'all motherfuckers want to be porn stars. Y'all want to be content creators. Do y'all hear the shit we have to go through when we do these shoots? <laughs> so, like, you, you talk about POVs, right? Yeah. So, uh, I, had a, I shot a POV when I was in Exotica at Chicago, and I'm on the chair, and uh, the talent's other person is there, he's doing all the BTS. Mm-hmm. But you see with the camera like this. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no expression on my face, like, oh, fuck, I'm getting my yeah. blood. You know, it's, it's, all right, make sure you hold the camera steady, don't talk too loud or breathe too loud, because the mic's right there, Yeah. you know. <laughs> right, keep everything in frame. And I'm just like, like you said, for me, shooting POV, I, I loathe it. Yeah. But I understand why we do it because it's just like, and then you have a camera rig. Some people use their phones, but I usually have a camera yeah. rig. So I got this three pound monster in my hand for 10 to 15 see, minutes. That's what I'm about. See, y'all about to ask because I was like, what size camera do you be using? Because I use like, the big camera was for the straight up, you know, when I had my cameraman or what have you. Right. And I did the POV. I had like the little the 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 um the Canon like the Canon one the the one where you can take a picture is a is a picture camera but it does video mm-hmm. because ain't no fucking way I'm holding that heavy ass shit to an appeal <laughs> that camera's heavy them cameras heavy as shit yeah so like uh, I use two Nikon's to film with so I have a Nikon Z6 and Nikon Z6 two and then it, with it, when you put the camera rig on there and you have a nice lens. All of a sudden, you know, it starts to get heavy. So some of my people will be like, "Really? Just just use an iPhone. Just use an iPhone." I said, "There's nothing wrong with using an iPhone." Mm-hmm. I said, "Until you until you're in a situation where you need to blur out the background, mm-hmm. and you can't do that with the iPhone." <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, I need to blur out the background, so now I have to get this big ass lens on here and and hold it. Mm-hmm. You know, but like I said, like you said, me POV, like I still do them, like it's part of the job. But I, I, I wish I could do a behind the scenes, like a uh, content of what it actually takes, you know, because people are like, holy land, you know, Fury got this hot ass chick blowing you. It must be good. I'm like, nah, if I'm holding a fucking camera and I'm worried about the lights and I'm worried about what's in the frame and, you know, like. <laughs> and with that being said, welcome to the Smokers Lounge, Smokers. <laughs> I'm your host. Carrying off a summer champ. Look, we seven minutes in. I ain't about to go through all that. You know what it is. You know who sponsored this. You know I'm on Fully Swap Radio. Go over there. Check me out over in the mornings. You know you can find me on SkyHorrafterDarkTV.com. You know we're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcast Network. So go over to Shop GW District and go do some damn shopping. Now, 
Over here is a man that's a complete fucking legend in this business, not just in front of the camera, but behind the camera. And very much so in front behind the camera. Y'all have seen many of his pictures, his visions, his work all across the Twitter feeds and on some of the top stars websites. So I'm gonna shut up and sit back and let this legendary man introduce himself. Cause he is him. Yes. Yeah, what up, fam? Uh Man Fury Triple X. Uh I go by Man Fury. Um I've been in the game since 2012. It was a total accident. I never planned on doing anything like this. Yeah. It's always ain't it? Yeah, you know, I was like. I was in the military. I retired from the military and everything else. So I was in the military and I was doing this. And um, and the person I was with had some issues with other camera people. So I was like, oh, I'll shoot your stuff if you want me to. And all of a sudden I went down that YouTube rabbit hole of how to hold a camera, how to do lights, you know, how to do all the rigging and all the other stuff. And I spent a lot of money fucking up. I ain't gonna lie about that. Yes. <laughs> so um, you can see me. You can find me on Twitter at Manfury Triple X. You can find me on IG at Manfury XX. I do not have TikTok. Uh, not that I don't like it or anything. It's just two social media stuff. It's enough for me. <laughs> I, I don't fuck with TikTok neither. Like my wife loved the fuck out of TikTok. I can't. I, a lot of our, our, our cohorts love. T- I, I can't. No. It, the couple times I posted my damn um, like the audio, not the video version, the audio version into my podcast, and they started flagging it. I said, "I'm done. I'm done." <laughs> it ain't even showing that the cover ain't even showing nothing, y'all. Fuck y'all. So anyway, so man, so so you started a little bit about how you how you got into it or what have you. So how did you end up falling into getting in front of the camera? Uh, so, so I was with my ex, and that's because she was in the industry, and that's how I got into it. So I was starting to take her photos and starting to film everything for her. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember where we were at one day, and um, we could have been in Florida or Las Vegas or New York. I don't know. And one of her friends was like, hey, the guy I was supposed to be over here, he's not coming. Can I use your husband as a stunt cock? And, you know, my wife at the time said, don't ask me. You got to ask him. Maybe my dick. Right. And I'm like, okay, you know, like I perform with her, but not a lot, you know? So I was like, okay. And I ain't gonna lie, that shit's stressful as fuck, you know? Cause like, cause people like, don't you get pleasure from that? I'm like, I say it depends like anything, you know, sometimes it just happens. Other times I'm so worried about everything. And what I look like right now is not what I look like when I was filming either. You know, I was a lot bigger. So now it's a lot, all the self-consciousness, is my gut in the way? Yeah. Am I sucking in enough? You know, <laughs> Do I need to put a t-shirt on? But anyways, so yeah. that's basically how I got in front of the cameras that I, I became a stunt cock. So even to this day, I don't call myself a talent. I would yeah. call myself a stunt cock. And in my definition of this is this, it's because of this. I don't come on demand, mm-hmm. right? That's when you know you're a pro and you can come yeah. on. De- I don't fucking yeah. come on demand, you know? So my thing is be two ways. Either I'm going to come and stay hard, or I'm not going to come at all. <laughs> you say you're going to get it one or two ways, but it's going to be one of them two ways. <laughs> right. 
you know, uh, so I've gotten, you know, that was in the beginning. So I've gotten a lot better, you know, at doing that. Of course, you know, I tell guys. Yeah, I, mean, who, I mean, to be honest with you, it's the more you do it, that's why I tell fellas you have to shoot a lot because also it's the gain experience, especially when you work with other professionals. It makes you gain experience yeah. because one, it makes you more comfortable with being in front of the camera, and especially when you're dealing with camera men. You yes. know, period. You know, because I I had a cameraman at all times throughout my career. It was either my homeboy or my partner. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, I mean, shout out to my my partner, Al Next Level Productions. You know what I'm saying? And um, <clears throat> and which was wonderful. Plus, also I was a cameraman, so when he didn't feel like working the camera, when he had a shoot to do, I worked the camera for him, and right. I was a photographer. You know, period. So it's kind of like that. People don't realize that when you a person that works behind the camera and you're serious about this business. When, when they talk about the sex, when because you mentioned that when the guy be like, damn, he had this bad chick, she was sucking your dick, this and third. It's it's like you said, it's we have sex with a purpose behind it. And the purpose is to play to the camera. So do you do a lot of directing when you behind the camera with the talent to kind of help them, you know what I'm saying, achieve what they need to achieve on camera? So what, what I usually try to do is, like, before the shoot, I usually ask people, A, if they hire me out, what's your vision? What are you trying to do? You know, how, how do you want the scene to go? What camera angles do you want? You know, I try to ask them all those questions before we start. Because um, mm-hmm. it can't just be what I want, because it's not, you know, especially if you're paying me, it's not my stuff. You know, it's yours, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it's like, hey, do you want to show the penetration? Do you want it to be real or as real as possible? Um, do you care if the lights are in the shot, you know? All mm-hmm. those things you have to ask ask those people. You know what what are you trying to what are you trying to do? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and you know a lot of us. You know a lot of people just do uh, what I call a uh, I don't want to say gonzo, but just clips. They're not actual um, adult films. They're clips. So I go when you're doing an actual film, you know there's retakes, there's reshoots. Mm-hmm. There's hey, can you do this again? Can you walk in again? Can you do this instead of try? I know a lot of people try to make it all flow at once. And I'm like, those are clips, and those are fine, too. I like doing those, too. Everything's fine. But I have to know what they want. You know, do you want a clip? Are you trying to shoot an actual short film? No, what are you actually trying to do? And for male talent, which most of us understand, is when you're doing an actual film, that means you have to have command of your dick. Because that means we're going to stop a couple times and reset up and redo it. Or, you know, hey, we got to stop. i got to shoot this from a different angle. Um, and and start over, you know. Yeah, because it's like, and I think that's what you just said is where porn was at its best, right? You know, because even with me, yes, I did role. We, we did role play scenes. I always did role play scenes. Trust me, even though it might have been improvisation, we still had to redo the speaking part. We wasn't yes. the fucking part. Right. Because she was worried about the speaking part that's going to just set up the fucking part. Yeah. You know, period. And we was more creative then. We were, you had, you had, a, we, we told stories, you yeah. know. And nowadays, no, these motherfuckers just want to get on camera and just beat the fuck out of the chick with the dick and fuck the hell out of her and not really tell a story. And it, it and too, also, we in a world of sheep, not the sheep herders. So, 
they just gonna do what they see others do or what they think is popping. Right. Because I, because even to me, like it's refreshing when I see an actual trailer, a scene right. which which had the had the 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 shit on there. You know what I'm saying? Of something that went down, and then then you see a little bit of action in the fucking. Why do you think? It became more clip oriented. Was it because of OnlyFans or was oh, no, it something that was headed that way? I don't think it was because of OnlyFans. I said once it became democratized and everybody had a camera in their hand, meaning their phone, mm-hmm. it became gonzo. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with any of those things whatsoever. But the dominant theme became gonzo style. Or like in for a while in full production porn, it was stepbrother, stepsister, right? Yeah. It's like how much fucking shit can we fucking do of this? You know, <laughs> again. So, like I said, once everybody got a phone in their hand, everybody thought they were they were somebody. I can I can just fucking go shoot me fucking, and that that's what it became to be. Um, and you know how it is. Once you're in the game for a while, that's fine in the beginning, until you you know I tell you about. I said, do you want to do that? Let's say your porn career is five five years. Do you want to do that type of fucking for five straight years? Actually, well, to be honest, you can because right. your fun is going to slow up because the fans going to want more. Yeah. And, and so that's like, why people don't get. They they think year one. That's it. They they don't think yeah. past year one. <laughs> you know, so so you you made it think about you know it's getting straight to fucking. So being a photographer, when I'm taking pictures of women or men or whoever I'm taking pictures of, you should see how fast I would try to show a titty or show a dick. I'm like, hey, bro, uh, sir, ma'am, hold on, just chill out. I need a couple more shots of you close for your <laughs> IG for your safe for work stuff before you get naked. Okay. Just don't show the shit. Just we're, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Just, yeah, yeah. It's like we're going to get there. Just, just not so fast. Like, hey, hold on, babe. We because though, because see, if you really want to be real, real photography, you're shooting. She'll be in one pose, but you just shot that in four different angles, ten shots a piece. You know, period. Because uh, because I was taught if you want fifty pictures, you better shoot about one hundred fifty two hundred frames. Yeah, you know, period. Because you gotta look through stuff like that and everything. You gotta call it's, all those photos, yeah. Yeah, because because the simple fact of that, you know, it, it's about having the eye. Yeah. You know, yeah. Having, the, having the eye, and like I said, we got away from pretty girl pictures big time. It's just like that used to be the norm in our industry, man. You know, nad selfies. Yep. I mean, I mean, all this stuff is fine. Like, you know, uh, I don't mean it's not old and everything, but it just depends on it depends on what you're doing. Like, um, because photos still sell, you know. I mean, it's always a product, it's always a way to sell everything. Um, what I try to tell people is that it's okay to shoot what's selling, but after mm-hmm. a while, you're gonna want to shoot what you want to shoot. So I try to tell people to do a combination of both, you mm-hmm. know, so that way that you as an artist don't feel pigeonholed. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, here I go again doing fucking POVs because this is what my fan wants, you know. I, I said so. Try, I tell people try not to pigeonhole themselves. You know, yeah. um, it's okay. It's okay to be yourself, but at, at some point in time, you're, we're here to make money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that, that's you know, don't get me wrong. That's what we're here for. We're here to make money, and I have to figure out the best way to make money. And sometimes the best way to make money is not my own vision. It's like, hey, you know what? I didn't think this was going to sell for me, but it does. So. I'm gonna use this to sell a lot of stuff and then shoot some content I want to shoot later. You know. Oh no. 
Shit, I was shooting content. I wanted to shoot. Then got because <laughs> I'm sorry. It just the the point I used to watch. I like the stories of it. Yeah, I like stories too. Like okay. you know, that's why I like. I mean, that's why I like Blush Erotica. You know, mm-hmm. um, so t- most people don't know how old I am because people see my face and I'm like, eh. I'm like, I'm almost fifty, right? So like when I was young, um, the soft porn I used to watch. I think it was on Cinemax. Was like a Red Shoe Diary. Yeah, right. Lady Chatley, Emmanuel. Oh, right. Like- Right, you know, so I mean, because we're old, so it was a story behind stuff that had. We knew that was going to happen. It was like, ooh, how did they get there? Hey, what's going to happen? You know, but that's why I like Blush Erotica because I like how they tell a story and they have the sex too. I'm like, we all know the sex is going to happen, but can we give a little bit of something before we get there? You know. Now I'm asking you this because, yeah, of course you you from my generation, yeah, yeah. So, and um. Because we mentioned Young Lady Chatley. It was another conversation I had with a lady. I said, you don't need to get completely butt naked in every scene. Um, it's sexy if they st- if the guy works around the clothes. Yes. Um, speak to ladies understanding the outfit makes the scene just as much as the fucking. Well, so this is how I look at it, is that I'm not throwing shade at Rainbow or all the little fight. Go get some quality clothing that's going to look good on camera. That's not going to fall apart. That's mm-hmm. going to like hike up a little bit where the guy or the girl, whoever's doing it, can have some penetra- penetration or entry with their hands or fingers or whatever. Just have it so that the clothes look really good, that they're ironed, mm-hmm. that they're not all wrinkled. But like you said, having the clothes on to me leaves that bit of uh, wonder of, oh, mm-hmm. I wonder what she looks like naked, you know, but you can't. You don't really care because you're hearing her moan. You're hearing the two people vibe together, and mm-hmm. you, you just don't care because it's, they're they're that intimate. But mm-hmm. usually, what happens is that her clothes are off, his clothes are off, boom, boom, boom. It's like okay, yeah, you know, we all do that. Everybody does that. You know, can we? Can you tease a little bit? You know. Yeah, and to, and to it plays to the fantasy. Yeah, you know, you know um, because even to the point like. I used to like it. I told girls when I worked with them, I said, if we start with heels, we finish it with heels. <laughs> they ain't coming off. But, you know, at the same time, don't we can't just talk about women or people who do that, too. We have to talk to men, too. Men, please bring, <laughs> bring well, some other underwear. Yeah, please bring other underwear than stuff that you wore there. <laughs> you know? Just the amount of times I'm behind the This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> yeah, you see our point, right? Yeah. I was like, the women have it hard. Of course, they have it harder. They had to, to do all this stuff, and the men just show up on set. I'm like, nigga, are you gonna are you gonna wear that in the seat? You you walk in here with that. We're in Vegas. It's 125 degrees outside. And yo, okay. <laughs> Didn't hit the bathroom. He read. He ready to shoot. Didn't wash up. 
<laughs> well, you see, like, usually, like, the times I've been behind the camera and that kind of happens, I usually be like, hey, uh, oh, dude, are you going to hit the bathroom? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, yeah. Like, I shouldn't even <laughs> have to ask you. It, it's not even a question. <laughs> but, but see, but see, but, but see, even to me, that's what I mean by when you took it seriously. Because even when I took it seriously, I used to walk in there with a bag. I had right I, of, of the outfits that I know I was gonna have. I had more than one pair of underwear. <laughs> no holes, not the hanes. The dude don't realize, God dang it! But motherfucker knows when you eat that man that's the same underwear that he wore in the previous scene. That the same hanes, God dang it. He just he just washed his balls and put on right. <laughs> but see, yeah, yeah, we be laughing at y'all motherfuckers, go. We be watching. Because I mean, cause you can't help it because if you've been the biggest long enough, you you can teach people. Yeah. You know what they do or what have you and everything. <clears throat> and um like what's the like shoot wise, what do you think the biggest mistake? Guys, mate, film wise, I ain't talking about fucking on camera. This and third, just the camera work of it. I mean, I still make mistakes. I, I think the biggest mistake is that we don't plan the shoot. Mm-hmm. You know, we, everything's gonzo. It's like you don't yeah. think about it. So, like, uh, especially a lot of people do their shoots around conventions, right? So mm-hmm. you're in a small ass hotel room that's like made between 250 and 400 square feet. So you have to figure out where you gonna put the lights at. You know. Or is the light stand going to be in the shot? Do you have two beds in there instead of one? You know, mm-hmm. we don't think about those things. So I think the biggest thing is that, and myself included, we don't mm-hmm. plan the shoot. Mm-hmm. We just sit there and go, oh, we're going to make this work, you know. Because there's been a lot of times in the beginning of my career, I'm like, oh, yeah, we're going to make it work. And I go back to the edit, and I'm like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Right. You know, I'm just seeing all the shit that's in the shot that shouldn't be in the shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the other part of being a cameraman. I have to monitor the room. I have to scroll the room to take out your cup, that McDonald's cup that your ass got over there, that Pepsi, that Pepsi two liter. I got to put that away because I don't want the, you know. Right. Yeah. So, so I think for me, I, I, I said it's more so for me, it's the planning portion of it. We don't really think about what we're going to do, or you don't get the vision. Even be like doing photography and whatnot. Uh, models will hit me up. I go, send me a mood board. What are you trying to shoot? Uh, what do you want to do? Oh, I don't know. You could do it. I'm like, if I'm going to do it, then it's going to be the way I want it. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's going to be very, I'm going to use, I usually use one light and a bit, if hopefully the, the room has big natural light, because I usually use one flash and it's going to be very um, soft lighting, very pretty, <laughs> you know, because that's yeah. what I like to shoot. Right? You know, mm-hmm. And some people sometimes like, oh, no, 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 Lenny, I want heart light. I said, well, you didn't tell me that. That's why I asked, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when it comes to, because, because you are a, a cameraman that gets hired out. So people pay for your services, um, photography as well as camera work or what have you. And plus, of course, you do content trade. Um, do you do, when you do content trade, is it only when you have to get in front of the camera or when you're shooting with somebody. So here's the thing, when I'm, behind, yeah. when I'm behind the camera, I prefer yeah. not to do content trade, I'd rather be paid. Mm-hmm. And this, this, is, this is why. 
Because if, if I'm behind the camera, which means I brought all my equipment to the shoot, the two, let's say there's two models and me, they, not for lack of a better word, they're, they're just showing up. I have to bring all my equipment, set all the equipment up, make sure all the batteries are charged, all the other stuff, and I have to tear down. And then after I do all that, I'm going to have to edit the scene, because now we're sharing it between three people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to have to edit the scene in a way that those other two people are edited, and I have to make sure that they're selling at a different rate. I don't want to do any of that stuff. Just pay me, pay me a fee, and you go do it. Because once I have to, if I'm behind the camera, I have to start editing this stuff. I, I start to get pissed because now I have to work harder. Yeah, because it's, it's interesting because um, that was the conversation that came about when it came to like content houses or just content trade in general. Right. And let's set the record straight, people, so people can understand what content trade is. Please explain to them. What content trade is, is exactly, and who gets the content from this content trade? See, and people, including myself, we all have to make sure we talk about this before you even shoot. Con, you know, is it even trade? Is it an exclusive trade? You know, what are we talking about? So we'll take a scenario of a camera person and, and two talents, and we say content trade, and, and neither talents want to pay the, the camera person. So that means all three people are going to get the scene. They're all going to share that scene, period. And just so everybody knows, I also have an MBA. So, so people start, I have an MBA. So when you're sharing a scene between three people, three people, that means, I know, how do I say this? I know people like, well, we're not competition, but you are. You are. I, I, I hate to say that, but we are competition. The minute we're sharing a scene, we're all in competition. Mm-hmm. You're right. So that means I have to either undercut you to get more to get more, or we all have to agree on, hey, we can't sell the scene below this price, period. And it has mm-hmm. to be in the twenty-two and your model agreement it has to be in the model. We can't sell the scene for less than fifteen dollars, you know, mm-hmm. period. So that way, if if I'm doing a scene and you're the camera person, this other person that you shoot with us, and you're mm-hmm. selling a scene for ten ninety-nine, she's selling a scene for for forty ninety-nine, I'm selling a scene for twenty. If you're a good savvy fan or a good consumer, you're going to go to the lowest price. <laughs> you're not going to literally go. To, you might be like, oh, shit. You know, I fuck with Bobby a lot. But you might be like, oh, you know what? Bob? I fuck with you, but Siri got it cheaper. But see, but see, which goes into when I was telling, when I used to be talking about the free subscription shit and all that were only fans. See, that plays into all of that. Right. Know, period. Because if one brings it down, it goes down for everybody. They just bottom line. That 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 that's back to that. I can't even argue that situation. <laughs> right. So, so when I was with my um, the person that got me into the business, what we used to do was exclusive trade. Because I was I was a cameraman, right? So mm-hmm. we shoot two scenes. We'll shoot two scenes, one for them and one for us. So that mm-hmm. way, I didn't have to worry about when they put it out. Because I remember when I first got into the business. We literally shot with these people on Monday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday morning, they had to fucking scene up. We're still on the road traveling. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I, we literally just shot the scene, and mm-hmm. I'm just literally leaving the state, and you already have the scene up. And so that's why I was like, hey, you know what? I you know, talked to my the person I was... My cameraman, he had... The content that we shot in a different 
shit than than me. Like mm-hmm. I was used to like the mini bids and all that. He was more like the AEBN and the hot movies. Right. It's that nature, you know, period. And we did the same, you know, similar situation. And with the girls, what I did with them was I said, no, your stuff gonna be released on your website before it touches mine. Mm-hmm. Period. And I, and I could do that because I had control of their sites at the time. So right, right. <laughs> so it wouldn't taste shit. You know, right, because you knew you, you knew you were gonna make your money no matter what, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, so that's my thing is like so like if I if if people ask me for advice, I usually say if you can do it, shoot two scenes. And of course you're gonna get some pushback with that. It'd be like, Well, Lenny, what if they mail it in for your scene? I go, then why do you want to work with that person again for then? I'm saying because I had guys before, like, you know, be like, what do you mean that shoot two scenes? And I'm like, dude, you call yourself a fucking porn star. According to your Twitter, you got dick for days. So what do you mean you can't shoot two scenes in one day? I used to laugh when I heard the female time used to complain about dudes that can only shoot maybe once a day or twice. And I said, and hey, y'all didn't come shoot with me. I'm a dude that can go six times a day. But you, I mean, but you know what that is. A lot of that is because men, women, whoever you want to describe yourself, we all fall prey to this. We fall prey to, oh my god, that nigga's fine. Oh my god, that bitch is fine. Yeah. I, and, we, and that's what we fall prey to because we fall prey to aesthetics. And then mm-hmm. we go shoot. You're like, oh fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You 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 hyped yourself up too much. Yeah. And see, too, also. And I talked about this before. There's a mental and physical prep before shoots. You know, period. To build yourself up. You want to know why I was able, fellas, to be able to shoot six times in a day? Because I didn't fuck for two weeks because I knew I had a shoot to do. <laughs> you're not fucking, you're not fucking off this. camera. You're not fucking off camera. You're not do- so, like, so a lot of guys, a lot of guys ask me, you know, what I can do. I said, you're going to have to, I said, you should masturbate a lot. Start edging yourself a lot. I said, because dick control is basically the name of the game. That's part of the reason why I prefer to be behind the camera. Because, I mean, you probably know this. Sometimes, Bobby, you, you're in control. You, you're shooting with a woman. And all of a sudden, that pussy just, it just hits you. You're like, oh, I wasn't prepared for this shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's when, when I, look, look, look. But see, but see to show you how smart if you're real smart, if you know it's coming, go ahead and end the scene out. Yep. End the scene out because guess what we can do? Take that, put that at the end. Put that at the end. Shoot Thank for the time you need. That's why you need to be able to get your dick back up because every right. time when I pop quick, she got back up and we still got a good 25 to 30 minutes of a scene. Right, right. <laughs> and their last thing, it's like, can you get your dick? So I, I, I am not one of these people who go who gets mad at guys who come hard who come quick. I go, I don't care if you come quick. Yeah. I just need to know can you get your dick hard again? And yeah. how long is it going to take? It's going to take you 10 minutes? Okay. We're good. You know. But you want these motherfuckers, oh, it's going to take me 45 minutes. I'm like, ah, oh, nah, bruh. No, because I'm going to tell you what's funny. Even like back in the day, like the Gonzo shit we used to watch on, on the tapes, on the beach. Yeah, that's right. We said VHS. That's right. <laughs> You can tell when they motherfucking loop the fuck parts. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that seemed about to be 10 minutes, but they looped that bitch to make it 30. Yep. yep. 
early recovery. I'm like, she said the same thing. That proves my point about energy. Yep. So it's it's that's why I'm like with dudes. That's why I tell any male talent, it, it there's sacrifices to this business. Yes. It, it, if you want to make money, one you got to sacrifice your sex life to a certain extent because guess what, your money is made of being clean. That's one. So, so before you go on, Bob, just so, so you know. I used to be in the swinger world a lot. Like mm-hmm. I was a big time swinger. When mm-hmm. I got with my, uh, got with the woman who got me into the industry, I stopped swinging. Mm-hmm. The, at first, I was okay with it. I was like, oh wait, I can't swing anymore, you know, because her testing, she's still fucking me. I was like, all these other shit. I said, like, oh, I can't swing anymore. And then it was like, oh wait, I can't have sex with civilians because mm-hmm. I don't know when they got tested. <laughs> Right, so all these things start. I tell people now, since I've been in this industry, I've had the least amount of sex in my entire life. Like I was in the military, right? I was a, I was a big male whore. I was a fucking whore. I was a slut. I, I was can a imagine boy. you was in the fucking military going right. easy shit. Right, Damn. I was, I was laying pipe all over the world. Right, and, and I've been the brag. I've seen some of the female military. Right, so I got, I got into the business, and all of a sudden. I didn't have sex all that. Even like now, like yeah. I really have sex. <laughs> when I say sex, I mean off camera sex. I'm not telling you. I'm like, I really have off camera sex. It's like when you're a porn star, the, the fuck your fucking days are over. Like you're married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, you better hope that you're married and she do, she do porn too. <laughs> Y'all go fucking like that. Because like I just said, because now all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, have you ever been tested? Really? Have I been tested? I'm clean. I'm like, you, okay. And I'm at the bar. I go, never mind. I guess I'm going home and spake the bank again. <laughs> oh, no. I, I mean, because, I mean, but see, that's just, that's the stuff that people really they don't talk about as much. Because they don't really think about what we have to go through to actually do this shit. Right. Just think about the fact, you know, motherfucker just fucking or what have you and everything. It, and, and that's it or what have you. So right. let's get back to the camera work, though, because that's why I had yeah. you because you're the cameraman. So, yeah. so tell me how you run your set. So, like I said, depends if I'm being hired out or if it's for me or whatever case may be. I try to run it all the same way. Mm-hmm. So I try to ask them, hey, do you have a vision? Do you have a plot? Do you have a storyline? You know, how do you want your stuff? You know, I usually try to set everything up and show the talent what it looks like, you know, um, how the lightning's going to look by bringing uh, a monitor so they can see everything. And they'd be like, oh, okay, it looks good. And I'm like, are you sure? Because, you know, once we have push record, this ain't changing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this, this ain't changing. <laughs> you know, so um, I, I usually run my set like everybody else does. Hey, all your phones are off. Mm-hmm. I usually have them. Um, I usually ask, hey, your mind if I move in your stuff? Or if I get before I get there, I put all your stuff in the closet or put it in the bathroom. Try not to have anything that's that's in the set area that's going to be on camera that you don't want that you don't want on camera. Mm-hmm. Um, even to now, because you know how this. Anybody who's editing stuff knows that you, you go to edit, you're like, oh, there's that Pepsi can. And don't get me wrong, most most of our um, customers don't see that, but we do. Yeah. <laughs> but we do. Right, and you're like, oh, fuck. oh fuck. because you want the room clean, you know. So, you want it clean. Is is 
I know a lot of people like, well, what, you know, why? Well, the reason why, because how can I put this? You, you don't want it to look like just, you want it to look like a random room. You don't want it to be so lived in. You feel know right. You know, period. Um, and even to the point that, like, even for example, because we are shooting porn in hotels and stuff, we have not asked for any permission to even shoot in these hotels. We want to make sure that there's nothing in there that would make that would point to us being in that fucking hotel that they can tell our asses. Since you right. don't just love one to go fucking that damn Macy's, and you can see the sign Macy's in the bitch, and then don't get me started with public sex. I, I that shit pisses me the fuck off. <laughs> I hate it, it. People didn't realize when we did public sex, it, it it wasn't actually public sex. We just said it was public sex. Public sex, right? <laughs> we, we we see here's the shit that this generation don't think about. That our generation thought about. <laughs> no, yeah. we gave a fuck about. Let's make that clear. I I, I correct that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because my, so like I said, you know, trying to run a clean set and all that other stuff. My, for me, my, the bane of my existence are mirrors or anything that reflects me. Because yeah. sometimes I go back to edit and I'm like, you can just see me with the camera. I'm like, God damn it. Or you see the big soft box reflecting. I'm like, yeah. No, I'm going to tell you what I hate. After I didn't publish a scene and I go to make, like, you know, cuts you know, uh, compilations or what have you. And I see the part where I moved the camera off of the people just for a second. I forgot to cut that out. No! <laughs> so, yeah. So, so especially the camera person, as you understand, is that I always tell people, I said, you edit in real time. Yeah. Right? So my thing, I, I know I tell people, I'm lazy. After 25 minutes, we need to be done because I don't want to edit. I'm sorry. Because now I'm like, just so people know, um, when I'm editing, I don't hear sex sounds anymore. I fucking don't. I don't hear them and I don't care. <laughs> I'm just trying to edit. And the longer it is, because my thing is, I always try to tell people, I said, why do you need a 45-minute scene? Well, I said, why? No one's masturbating for 45 minutes. I did a banging 12-minute scene and didn't realize it was 12 minutes <laughs> until after I saw it. You know, so my it thing is, I, I, you know, I try to tell people to do, you know, 25 minutes is the tops. Once yeah. the sex starts, you know, once the penetration starts, to me, 25 minutes is tops. Because you can cut that up many ways that you want to. 25 minutes should be top. That's because no one's masturbating for 45 minutes. Because all everybody's going to do is find the place they want to masturbate to and loop that over and over again until they get their nut. You know, that's what guys are going to do. I'm not sure how women do it. But that's what guys are going to do. But see, if you want to be honest, the story was for the, the story was really for, I mean, it was for the men too, but the story was for the women too. Yeah. For the women to draw them in or what have you. Um, because to me, I think any scene that has a good skit to it kind of makes you want to, it makes you watch the whole fucking scene. Right, yeah. You know, period. Versus because yeah, I'm gonna skip through a straight fuck scene because it's I know y'all just fucking. It's <laughs> I know you're gonna do the ride, I know you're gonna do the talking. <laughs> and if I did oh and two, if you is gonna do a 45 minute scene. Cause there's a way the way you do a 45 minute scene, I'm about to give y'all a tip here. And tell me if I'm lying, man, period. 
See, it's nice to have a hotel that has good furniture because the key to extending a scene is you got to get the fuck away from the bed for at least 15 of it to extend. Yep. Yep. Because they, because I'm sorry, it's like, yeah, yeah, I'll throw that ass on the table with a quickness. <laughs> but that's the thing, you know, <laughs> think about shooting in hotel rooms, like, if I have my druthers about it, I'd rather a big ass suite with a nice, living room area, a separate bedroom area, and a bar area. So that way I know I have three different looks that I'm not just worried about the bed. You know, I can do things in other places. Because, <coughs> like, one of my favorite hotels was uh, this place in Rocky Mountain called the Country Inn. And it was, it was a big hotel room. It had a table. It had a bed. So I could do a whole bunch of shit in it. Mm-hmm. Because if if anybody knew it for a photographer, the first thing we do is when we walk in the room, we scale in the room, we look at the room. It's kind of like uh, that TV show, like Sherlock Holmes. We, we're we picturing the scene as we're looking at the room to yeah. at the third. What type of room, when you walk in, to get you excited for a shoot? Actually, it was just, we were in Chicago at the host hotel. The window was a big-ass window. So I had this big natural light coming in. And I was like, fuck yes. <laughs> right. I was like, for me, that's my that's my porn. I was coming in my pants. That big ass window, the sheer, just pull the sheer curtains at the soft light. So I have one light bouncing off the ceiling and it looks natural. You know. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. I love any hotel that got funky decor. That uh, yeah. Especially for photo shoots. Oh, for photo yeah, shoots. Yeah, for photo yes. shoots. Oh, I, I love I love hotels with different act, different looks. I just I just love it. Um, I was shooting. Can she say name? I was shooting April Flores uh, about two years ago in this small ass hotel in New York. I did three different looks for her, and we were done in less than an hour and fifteen minutes. And she was very impressed. I was nervous as fuck because April fucking Flores, right? I'm nervous as fuck. Legendary. Right, right. I'm nervous as fuck, and she's like, and she said. You know, Fury, I'm really, this is really quick. You were really efficient. And I got three different looks and I, she just loved them. And you know, I, I hope she loved them. That's what she told me. But I was, she was like, you know, she goes, why, how are you so quick? I'm like, and I'm like, well, cause I'm old. She goes, what do you mean? I said, I grew up shooting on film, yeah. right? I had either t- 24 exposures or I had 36 exposures. And that was it. Right, I couldn't spray and pray. It's like I had, I had 24. So I, I, I'm, I try to be very intentional when I shoot. And I'm going back. I usually tell people when I shoot, I'm lazy. I don't want to work harder than I have I'm to. Gonna you, I'm going to tell you what it is because my mentor told me this. There's two types of photographers, ladies and gentlemen. There's photographers that are good and great with Photoshop. And then there's photographers that are great that we right. don't need Photoshop. You know? I, I've never, I've never, so you know, I've never used Photoshop, not once. I use Lightroom, and that's all I use. Well, I, I don't use Photoshop. The, the, all I used to do with the saturation and, and maybe touch up the sharpness just a touch bit. Because, yeah. I mean, that's part of photography is, is I want to be able to grab a picture, and I ain't got to edit it hardly. Because that's the right. reason we take so many shots in different, in, in that one pose. I might come up close. I might step back. I might go over here. I might go over here. You know, period. And even to the females, because I love when the females look at the pictures. They're like, oh, my God. 
Yeah, I get that a lot. You know, like if you might go to my Instagram, Manfrey Double X, you'll see what I'm talking about. So a lot, a lot of time um, when I'm taking photos of people, they're like, you only use one light? I'm like, yep, just yeah. one light. I said, now unless you're paying me a gobs a lot of money, I, I'll bring a three light setup. I said, but if we're doing a three light setup, that means I need time, you know, not just we're in and out. I actually need time to set those three lights up to make sure all, all my exposure is correct. But my thing is, like, for me, because I said I, I grew up shooting film, I try to get all my stuff right in camera. So mm. when I go to Lightroom, it's the left. The only thing I got to edit is your pimples, your blemishes. Mm. That's what I got to edit, you know. Um, so I yeah. try not to to over to over edit any of my photos. Part of the reason I don't use Photoshop is not that I don't like Photoshop. Mm. I don't want to learn it. It's just another thing. You know, you know, I know it's a great skill. It, it's another thing I have to do. So, like, you know, this being a one-man band, I do everything, so I have to figure out what's most important to me, you know, because I, I can't spend all my days editing because I wouldn't get shit done. <laughs> Trey, dude, I do podcasting now, and mm-hmm. editing for that is a pain in the ass. <laughs> Actually, it's worse if you ask me. Yeah. That, 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 that's a conversation for another day. Yeah. But no, cause I remember the days of editing porn, which, I mean, I still... Chop up stuff. No, I didn't got fucking lazy. I just chop a, like a two minute, one minute clip. And just, right. just action. I don't go through doing the trailers and stuff because that, see, that what I mean. People don't realize the work to make a trailer. Yeah, because like I, like, for me, like I, I love doing the trailer because I love movies. Yeah. Period. So for me, I love doing the trailers. Like one of my, uh, one of my boys I talked to, who's in, who's in mainstream porn behind us, he's a production manager. He's like, you know, Fury does all this Hollywood style stuff, like uh, a, a minute and a half trailer, you know, the words come up. I mean, that's what I like doing, you know, because uh, yeah. I love movies and stuff. Uh, but it's hard. I tell, I tell people, I said, it's hard to do a trailer if you go straight to fucking. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, there's no see, imagination. We were, taught, we were taught to build anticipation. Yeah. We, it, it wasn't viral moment. It wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. part of the reason why they shooting the way they shoot now is because you got these sites sending them emails saying, you know, we're gonna shut down your 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 profile. If you don't uh, update. You have an update in the week. So, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like being a camera person, that's, this, that's how I look at it. I always people always talk talk trash about OnlyFans, saying OnlyFans ruin porn. I'm like, they could only ruin porn because we allowed that to happen as as performers as as people behind the camera that you decide to put out stuff every day i said that's what you decided to do because you think that's what you need to do to keep up with everybody you didn't have to do that you thought you had to do that um and like i said coming someone who who was in the military you know i retired from the military and came to this business i prefer not having to work all the time i prefer having to release two scenes a week and just recycle content, you know. Um, that's how I look at it. Just like recycle your content, don't overshoot yourself. Because I tell people, I said, even even the by the camera is stressful. Because like this is what's stressful about being buying the camera. This is the reason why I shoot with two cameras too. You have no idea when something's going to fail, mm. you know, mm. or that, or you'll have no sound. So if you at least have scratch audio. And that's because the first time this happened to me was probably five years ago. Mm-hmm. For some reason, the it was the, the the plug wasn't all the way plugged into the camera, mm-hmm. and so there's no audio. 
right? And I was like, what the fuck? I can't do anything now, right? Because there's no way to recover that. Yeah. So that's why I started shooting with two cameras. That so I make sure that hey, if one camera fails at audio, <coughs> I know I have a, I know I have scratch audio to back up. The audio won't sound the great, but it's there. Um, and this is for me watching a lot of YouTube videos about how to make movies in Hollywood. And this is what I, what I learned. People will forgive shaky camera. They will forgive um, bad shooting. They won't forgive bad audio. Yes, they would. They, they, they would turn it off. They, they would turn it off. Right. <laughs> they they won't forgive off. bad audio. Because I remember I used to um, edit for this woman, and she would send me her stuff to edit, and I would call her up. I said, I can't edit your stuff. She goes, What do you mean? I said, Whoever's holding the camera, I can just hear their thumbs all over the camera, just yeah. moving. I said, I, I don't know what you want me to do with this. I, I said, because I, I can't recover. I said, tell them to get a, a mic, a Zoom or something, if they're going to touch the camera that much. I said, because when they put their hand on the camera, they have to be very deliberate when they move their hand. So that way, the sound come across. Yes, or worse, his hand might go across the lens and you see a hand. It, it, it. See, see, it. only real camera motherfuckers know what we're we talking about, people. If you ain't never so like, worked no camera, you lost right now this conversation. So the other thing about being a camera person is, right, especially if I'm shooting, like, um, a couple of exoticas ago, someone hired me to shoot them and a, a new male talent, and I was like, fuck. Right, the reason why I say fuck as a camera person is that People who've been been befriended camera a lot, if I touch them, they know to move their arm out the way. Like yeah. they know that I need them opened up for the camera, right? If I touch a newbie, mm. <laughs> right? So, so now I'm trying to figure out: Do I have this conversation in the beginning? Because if I do have that conversation, or am I going to be in this guy's head and he can't get his dick hard, right? Or do I not say anything and just try to? work my camera angles around him to make mm -hmm. sure stick stay hard. Because now I'm trying to figure out the worst of two evils. <laughs> See, I, it, it's just funny to me because even early in my career, I understood off-camera hand, on-camera hand. But I think that because of experiences from being on a music video and, and, and shit that I did in the past, you know, period. But it, it to me, I think that it, it, like I said before, you have to be truth to be told. A male porn star has to be a thinking man's man because you have to be. It's kind of like, okay, remember the movie Once Upon a Time in Mexico? Yeah. Okay, you remember the part where Bucho was getting his dick rolled and he was smoking a cigar? And it was like the chick, it, 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 and mind you, it was like she wasn't there. Yep. Because he was so focused on trying to find <laughs> Antonio Banderas. That's the type of dude you have to be when he comes to pick up your talent. <laughs> That's the perfect example. <laughs> because, yes, trust me, the worst thing you can hear, I have heard this. Can, can you step out of the room and I hold the camera? Oh.
it yeah and on that note we had to end up another wonderful smokers lounge i appreciate you bro i appreciate you no doubt so you know we got to bring you back man fury so yeah yeah we can talk i can talk about camera work all day so i'm happy to do this so y'all heard it he'll be back on the smokers lounge and also, if you love the Smokers Lounge, you need to check out the Premium Smoke Room. I'm talking about five premium podcasts for you to enjoy. Four ninety nine a month. We get more candy. We get more wild. We get more crazy. A titty might pop out. One of the girls might suck on a lollipop to show if she a throat goat. You don't know unless you subscribe, because the best smoke is always premium. So with that being said, Mr. Man Fury, tell everybody where they can spend their money on you. Yeah, you can find me at... Uh... Twitter at Manfury Triple X. You can find me at Minivid at Manfury. You can find me on Clip for Sale at Manfury. And my IG is Manfury Double X. There you go, people. So y'all go check him out. Spend that money. If you're a talent listening, you might need to book this man. Spend some good money to get some good professional work that can make you some good professional money. So with that being said, you know how we end these things all day, every day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? Smoke this over. <laughs> Say goodbye to the, to the smokers, my friend. Goodbye.